Welcome to the Biz Bros Podcast. My name is Kyle Nelson. I've got my co-host here. Friendly guy, you might know him, Mr. Mm. Eli Libby. Yeah, they all know me. <laughs> uh, and today we got a super cool topic, um, one that I think a lot of you are going to enjoy. I know Eli's very stoked on it. Oh, yeah. I am as well. Yep. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about optimizing your health and fitness while building your business. Mm. We've got a great uh, authority in the space, mm-hmm. um, a great guest today to kind of chat with us about that. Um, we have Luke Dupron. He's a sought-after online weight loss coach weight loss coach for busy entrepreneurs and businessmen, as well as the host of a high-performance podcast and the founder of Live Great Lifestyle. Mr. Luke nice. Dupron, welcome to the Biz Bros Podcast. My pleasure, fellas. Thanks for having me on. <sighs> Thanks for Absolutely. coming on, man. We're really excited about this. And, um, you know, it's something that uh, I'm, we're all, we all agree with you, but I, mm-hmm. I really can't wait to hear um, kind of your insight and, uh, mm. you know, where you're coming from with it. Absolutely. Well, let's dive in. So uh, as we kick this thing, uh, kick things off, Luke, give the listeners and us a little bit of background on who you are and how you've got to where you are today. Sure. And I'll, I will keep this brief. Um, I wish I had this amazing, exciting story on how I got to doing what I'm doing, but um, like a lot of people growing up, you know, I was interested in athletics and yep. not being that athletic myself, didn't do anything with it. Um, so I found myself in college going to school for business and sitting in an accounting class realizing, man, I hate all of this wow. <laughs> and uh, ended up shifting gears to a kinesiology department where I graduated with a degree in exercise science. Still cool. really not sure what I was going to do with that. Um, I just knew I had an area where there was passion, um, something that I was genuinely interested in learning about and self-educating outside of school. Um, and also I realized there was an area that I could, I could link to some purpose because I knew I could make an impact with it. Um, from there, man, I've done everything from personal training. I've done performance work, uh, corrective exercise, working in rehab studios after getting injured to where I'm at today, which is a little bit more of a holistic approach, specifically working with business owners and entrepreneurs to kind of level up the health and fitness, or uh, at least save them from falling off the cliff when they're uh, building their businesses, as many do, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. I'll be the first one to say I have a very hard time balancing that. Like yeah. growing a business, I get in my like mm-hmm. my ebbs and flows of fitness. Mm-hmm. I will yep. get so focused and dialed and like, totally. I'm hitting the gym every morning for like months mm-hmm. and then something will happen. And then for months I don't go. Mm-hmm. And then it's usually me and him nudge each other. Like, Hey, did you go to the gym today? Hey, yep. did you like, are you active? Da, da, da. It's yeah. <laughs> Someone like you would be helpful. Is that, <laughs> is that a common thing that you hear Luke? And is that yeah. and why, you, why you were there? So, so common it is. And, um, man, yeah, I get it. Like business stress and is real. And I do think it's important to recognize there are going to be ebbs and flows. There will be seasons, right? Um, there may be some crunch times in your businesses where, um, you know, the, the training schedule is going to have to be adapted. Um, and this is where it really comes down to setting guaranteed minimum standards and holding mm-hmm. standards for yourself. And then having a little bit of flexibility in plan to allow for, um, business stuff to come up. So again, when you mentioned like, man, we were hitting the gym every day and it's like, well, do you need to go to the gym every day for best outcomes? And I would actually say probably not. Um, And so if we build in a a structured plan that actually has some flexibility, well, when something comes up, hey, we can move the workout down the line, Mm -hmm. but we'll Mm -hmm. still have the days to hit our guaranteed minimum standards. And now all of a sudden there's a whole different game of congruency that's being played to where you're hitting and doing what you said you would do versus being the guy. It's like, man, I'm all in, 
and then I'm all out. I'm all in and then I'm all out. And, and that is that is the tale of so many so many business owners and and I'll I'll summarize this point with this. You can't treat your health and fitness like a product launch. You have to treat it like a business plan. That is incredible. Yes. I've never thought about that because it's true. Everyone hypes themselves. Mm -hmm. well, I'm, I'm going to speak for myself. I always hype <laughs> yeah. myself up. All right, I'm going to get back into it. I'm going to get back into really having, you know, that part of my life mm -hmm. really focused on while trying to balance these, you know, kids, the family, the house, and then the business and all that going on. It's like, and yeah, I do like, that's how I treat it. I treat it as a product launch. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that thought. I'm, I'm stuck that's right now. I, this no, is that's like this cool. really good reality. It's, it's like, it totally it's is. Yeah. I think what's really cool about what you said about the kind of minimum standard is again for me, but I think for a lot of people, there's a, there's a level of discouragement. Um, <clears throat> if you're not, uh, if you say you're going to do something and accountable to yourself and then you don't do it for some reason, something comes up right. and that takes priority over your health. Um, at least for me, when I'm uh, very active and going to the gym, just the endorphin rush mm -hmm. that I get usually in the morning fuels the day. I'm a better leader. I'm a better husband. I'm a better yep. friend. I'm a, you know, it, the, list, the list goes on. When I don't do that, there's this discouragement. Hard to be around. It's, yeah. Okay. But I really do believe in what you, what you said there about a minimum, like setting that. And then you don't feel as discouraged. I think people, there's a, even a, a deeper negative effect. It's like a depression type of thing. When you don't go, you say you're going to go and you don't go. And you say you're gonna, oh, you don't. It's, it's huge. And, and really what we're, yeah, we're talking again, I use the word congruency a lot. And um, if, if we were to flip it outward and say you had a friend that was supposed to meet you for lunch and he flakes, you'll yeah. give him one or two shots before you're like, mm, this guy's just not trustworthy. That same internal conversation subconsciously is happening with yourself. So when you set that goal or like, hey, I'm going to do this, and then you don't, you're losing credibility with yourself every single day. And so I do think it's important to, to recognize, again, there may be some unique time constraints within uh, your lifestyle as a business owner and entrepreneur. That's real. Yeah. Um, it's not to say like you can't go train like a 20-year-old college kid, but yeah. you can come and set some standards that are again flexible enough to fit within the chaos of, of uh, entrepreneurship yep. and then when you start to hit you start to build that credibility and, and you're right like the flip side of that when you when you don't hit that and that loss of credibility i think it is very much compounding um beyond just the man i don't feel as physically Absolutely. good from the endorphins i think there's something deeper there i completely agree i think the the words um credibility accountability and discipline are all kind of synonyms for each other in that mm -hmm. realm and I do agree that there's there's a lot deeper effects that kind of affect you throughout your day. Maybe kind of get you down like, oh, I'm not an accountable person. I'm not accountable to myself. I'm not disciplined to my schedule that I set. Yep. And I think other people see that as well. I think other people see, hey, you know, Eli said he's going to go to the gym and then he didn't go. It's like, oh, that kind of wears bad mm. on yeah. my discipline. It for, absolutely. And, and I always say like exercise beyond obviously like many people again come to me because, hey, I want to lose 20, 30 pounds. Mm -hmm. And it's like they're going to have this outward goal generally. And that's fantastic. But um, as you mentioned, endorphins, there's all of these other layers of benefits that everyone receives. And that's kind of what keeps people going. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, I think people do have to step back and recognize like, hey, we're supposed to be healthy and fit. Like this isn't going above and beyond, right? Like, hundred percent true. And and, and when you and when you realize, like, man, I can't think of anything worse than being a business owner who, like, you got into it likely for freedom. I feel like that's the majority of people who start a business. Um, obviously, impact, purpose, all of these things. But it's like, 
man, I can't think of a bigger tragedy to create something that was supposed to give you freedom, but yet wrecked your physical health. Mm. Ooh, that's and, kind of a cool way to think about it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> like, like you know, Tony Robbins says the like, what's it's like fulfillment without happiness is or, there's some quote to that, right? I'm, I'm butchering yeah. it, but like fulfillment or happiness without fulfillment. And to me, it's like, gosh, building a business that costs you your health, right. like what a waste. And mm. when you flip that and you realize like, hey, being in a better state of health, being more fit, it does put you in a better state of mind. It does allow you to deal with more adversity easier. Mm. And actually it's outfitting and it's armoring yourself to deal with all of these challenges that are going to come up with in business and in life. Totally. Right. Couldn't agree more. 100%. So uh, I know you kind of speak on uh, this framework for entrepreneurs, right? There's these different steps um, that you have on on improving confidence and energy, losing that extra weight that a lot of us are holding on to. What does that kind of what does that framework look like? Sure. So it's really there's kind of three components. We have to build, we have to fuel, and we have to move. And so mm -hmm. the build component, this is really going to be the 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 exercise specific piece. And this okay. is where you know, just doing anywhere from three to five, or guess what? In those crazy seasons of business, maybe it's two, maybe there's a week where, gosh, you only did one, but you set that standard and you hit that standard of one good workout per week. Um, but, but specifically we are looking to do a resistance training component to manage both the um, musculoskeletal system, but also like our movement capacity, um, physically, as far as posture and how we get around, and then we have to have the fuel side. We have to have some type of nutrition regimen. Um, in the essence of weight loss, this does mean there is going to be a calorie deficit does have to take place. Um, but we need to have some some management system for our fuel component. Um, this doesn't mean you got to necessarily count all of your calories. That's a fantastic tool for many and it can be leveraged at different times for different needs. And then we have to have a move component. And believe it or not, the move component for a lot of entrepreneurs is really a challenging one. Um, but this is just the low level activity that we need to have throughout our lives. You guys being in Bend, this is probably an easier one for you because you're probably quite inspired to maybe get out and hit a hike because you got some, you know, amazing scenery out there. But ultimately we got to recognize what we're all doing right now sitting is so incongruent with our body's expectation of reality Yep, to right. do this for eight well, to 10 hours. And yeah. this may mean getting real tactical and saying, you know what, man, like this is my life as a, as a, a business owner, like I am at this desk. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to spend three grand. I'm going to buy this treadmill. It's actually just a cube. It only goes two miles an hour. You couldn't run on it if you wanted to, but it allows you to just slowly plot along and you can do that while you check emails and take calls. And that actually could be something that could give you a, a, a calorie buffer of about 600 calories per day, depending on how heavy you are, as well as now we're getting away from all the postural distortion from sitting at yeah. a desk. So yeah. You know how do we in, how do we increase movement throughout the day? Again, that's going to be a challenging one for many for many guys, and it could be as simple as like, man, I take all my sales calls on the phone and I pace around. It's like, yeah, you probably show up better and better energy doing it that way and sit at the desk anyway. So, um, yeah, so it's build, fuel, and move. And if we tackle all three of those synergistically, it doesn't have to be this really heavy and full encompassing take over your life approach. It like a twenty year old bodybuilder. It can be something that can fully integrate into, you know, you as a human being who is a business owner, who may be a parent who has other things going on in your life. And it can, it, it can just synergistically sync up to where you can have really great outcomes without having to dedicate your life and uh, live like a, you know, a fitness right. model. <laughs> uh, sorry, long winded yeah. there. No, that, no, I think part of it too is like, like what do you set in your priority as, right? Mm -hmm. Like what, oh, yeah. I think it's so easy. And I'm like, again, 
first one to raise my hand with this. It's so easy to like make your health in terms of like activity, like cutting that as a priority. Yep. yep. Like, and I feel like so many, not only, you know, everyone that struggles with it, that is what they do. It's like, okay, stress, whatever, family, business. It's really easy not to get up in the morning and go to the gym or go not totally. do that hike that you were invited on or da 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 because it's an easy thing that's like, it's just time that you're putting into it, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's not like it's an easy thing to just like, yeah, I'm good. Yep. It's like having to like re, <laughs> I don't know where I'm trying to go with this now, but yeah. you know what I mean? Like recertify your beliefs with priorities. Yeah. Like, and don't let for sure. And and this is where you actually do have to link and and you have to connect the outcome of hey yeah. there's something very beneficial to this, mm-hmm. um, and you know once you've gotten into the swing of things and it sounds like you guys are active guys who've been there and it's like you at least have that to fall back on if you've gotten out of sync and you can recognize right. like man I will feel better, and right. until you get to that point to where you know you've kind of got to taste that and realize like man I will feel better if I just go outside and go for a walk, and if right. you can start to connect that to the highest priority, which for often, oftentimes is the business side. If you can start to connect it there, if that's your big why and your big driver in life, well then connect it to that. That's fine. Um, I have other people that it's like their, their parents. Like I have, I have a guy who's one of my childhood friends. He lost, I think he's close to 200 pounds down. And it's like, he was obese his entire life ever since I've known him, but he flipped it like a switch because he had a kid and he was at the park and he felt his heart murmur when he like chased after his kid. Like that was his big, that's his biggest priority in life is his, his being a father and being a husband and being there. So that Mm -hmm. for him, when he bridged that now it was a done deal for other guys, you may actually have to bridge it to your business. Like no shame. And it may be the most important thing to you. And if you can bridge the connection to like, man, when I keep myself healthy and fit, like I show up as a better boss, I'm nicer to my employees. Like I'm closing more deals. Like if you can build that in now, you got a little bit of a deeper deeper driver to at least create some momentum um, and, and get you in that groove to where now it's just, man, I do it because I feel good. And why wouldn't I? Right. Couldn't agree more. Right. I was literally going to just jump into that exact thing about like finding that motivation and like getting a little taste of what it feels like to be on some type of a routine or some type of a schedule. How do you feel off that? What are the positive effects? And um, that will help fuel that motivation. Yep. And literally the same thing. And and for and for people who haven't got that yet, I mean something I love to use, and perhaps I'm a bit of a, a masochistic in this sense, but it's like another way that you can step into this is you do it because you don't want to. It's mm-hmm. like what a powerful tool exercise can be to develop a, a growth mindset in the sense of here's a hard demanding thing that maybe I don't want to do and it's challenging, but I put in physical effort, it gets easier over time, and I expand my capacity of what I can do. And it's like there's 100%. so much stuff in life that we're not going to want to do. And if we can develop the muscle of doing hard stuff when we don't want to, like what a great tool to have. And exercise is an amazing um, apparatus to use to develop that tool set. That tool set. 100%. Mm-hmm. It's like making yeah. it a challenge. It's half the reason I exercise, I think. Because yeah. I'm like, damn, I don't want to do that today. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, in, in your experience, have you... Um, I'm I'm curious to see the correlation between business success and health success. Have you seen a lot of clients that you work with and interact with? Once they start getting on a routine and once you start working with them on a normal cadence, their business starting to improve. Have they shared any of those stats or have you seen anything like that happen? I don't have um I don't have dollar data. Like that hasn't yeah. been shared with me, but absolutely as far as just the esoteric side of like managing it all, hundred yeah. percent. 
hundred percent. And it's, and this is what it, it should be of no shock to anyone. If you as an individual are just feeling and performing better, is everything in your life going to be easier? And it's mm -hmm. like, sure. Like again, being a parent, like let's just take it one step further. If you get sick and now you're underperforming with 103 degree fever, mm -hmm. like does your yeah. business suffer? Yeah. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. like, of course. So getting totally. you optimized absolutely is going to give opportunities on the business side for sure. Amazing. I think another thing to talk about too, is the element of, excuse me, uh, of confidence and what confidence oh, yeah. does to a business owner or a leader. I think good leaders have, they clearly have confidence. Mm -hmm. And if you have confidence around yourself, around uh, your physical abilities, mental clarity as well, I believe confidence plays a lot into that. Would you agree to that, Luke? I 100%. And this kind of goes back to the what I was saying a second ago in, in that you have such an easy and accessible tool to build confidence through exercise. Right. Yep. Like that we all have, we all, we all have this tool at our disposal and yeah. Um, for me, you know, like again, when somebody comes to me, if a guy comes to me, like, Hey, I want to lose 20 pounds. It's like, that's awesome. And I'm going to be so excited for him when he reaches that goal. But what will really inspire and light me up is when I hear those types of, um, benefits. Like when somebody mm -hmm. describes feeling really good or having more confidence, like that's really exciting to hear. Cause like, that's real change. Cause mm -hmm. you could also be a guy like, man, I lost 20 and 30 pounds, but I don't like how I look. Right. Like, mm. so the, mm -hmm. the confidence piece is I think massive. Um, and I think there's a few, I think there's a few ways that exercise can help enhance that. I think it can be, you get confidence by again, setting plan, sticking to it, being accountable to yourself, all of those things that we spoke on. And then I also think there's a confidence piece that comes from expanding your physical capacity and the physical being such a visual outward representation of it, of like, Hey, I went and did that four mile hike when I visited you guys in Ben, let's say, and man, I'm dragging and I can barely keep up with you guys. And I realize, all right, that was tough. Well, now I go and train and I come out again and we yeah. tackle an eight mile there and I can do it. And it's like, that's mm -hmm. confidence. And, and, and to be able to physically see through yep. effort improvement man it's a powerful tool to have absolutely yeah good to yeah. Do more. 100 uh so what are some common mistakes made around all of this mm. well the big one we kind of touched on which is the uh the uh treating your uh your health and fitness as a product launch instead of right. a business plan and and this is you know again i have a lot of appreciation for guys that want to go hard in the paint but you know um you you're not going to speed up again, particularly if we're talking weight loss, the effort side's not going to speed it up a ton. And so falling mm -hmm. into kind of these gimmicky strategies, um, you know, trying to do a crash diet, something that you can't, you know, that you're not going to be able to sustain. It's probably the biggest thing I have to walk people back from. And it's almost like we build in an excuse to quit. It's like, well, of course you can't do work out twice a day for mm -hmm. seven days. We just described your business life. You're building, you know, you yeah. just hired a marketing agent and you're doing all these different things. Like, of course you can't train four hours a day. So right. don't, yeah. you know, don't set that goal yeah. and give yourself an out to, to quit. Um, mm -hmm. And then obviously on the nutritional side, I think there um, is all sorts of people falling, unfortunately, prey to, manipulative marketing, particularly online around yep. the, in the diet industry, meaning mm. you don't have to do keto. You don't have to go vegan. Like there's no one specific diet that is the, the tool or the solution for you. A, a, a diet is a tool. It's not the solution. So 
Um, I see people diet hopping all the time thinking like, well, this diet didn't work. So I'm going to do keto now. And it's like, okay, maybe keto will work for you. Right. But like not understanding the, the physiological fundamentals yes. of weight loss. Like, and so you can't yeah. just, you know, jump from diet to diet, hoping this diet is going to, to, to make it happen. So those are probably the two big ones. Love it. Been there, done that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, done with quote unquote diets. I am done. <laughs> I don't do them anymore. Yeah, I, I lost, I've lost a crap ton of weight over time. I've gained weight over time. I've lost even more weight and so it's because I'm crash diet, but it never is sustainable. Yeah. It's like depressing afterwards. Cause you're like, Oh cool. Well it worked when it was working. Yeah. It stops working. You can't yep. sustain it. Go back to your, how you're living. I don't know. And I, I feel, I do feel like, and this is speaking more towards guys is I feel like there's this like hiding behind the effort in a sense um, <laughs> in that, you know, it feels cool and good to say you did this really intense thing and like, yeah, hey, I'm going and doing keto challenge. And it's like mm-hmm. 75 hard. That was 75 hard is a great example. I can't tell. And again, I actually have a lot of appreciation for, for much of it, but I can't tell you how many times I've talked to, to guys where it's like, so mm-hmm. you're doing your fifth round of 75 hard. Okay. Yeah. What, and your goal is to lose 20 pounds. Like that's what the actual outcome you're hoping is. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so maybe there is a smarter strategy to this. Yeah. Um, and, and there is, there yeah. is just, you know, there's some physiological things that if you respect and understand that can make this kind of a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, what are some tips you have for our listeners being a lot of them are startup entrepreneurs uh, in, around the nutrition space? Um, you, like growing a business, it's, it's very busy. You're eating, you know, on the go or you're meeting with clients, whatever. What are some tips you have to kind of keep that in check, keep that nutrition thing in, um, or that element or of your framework in check while you're growing a company, while the business is booming. Sure. It's easy to just go, you know, grab some snacks, whatever, some microwavable thing. I don't know. Yep. So I, I like to use oftentimes um, hand measuring. Um, and this is as <laughs> simple as basically a palm is a serving of protein. A fist is a serving of vegetables and an open palm is a, uh, a serving of carbohydrate and a thumb is a serving of fat. The idea obviously being that my serving versus say Shaquille O'Neal's would be very different oh, yeah. as, as they should because he's mm-hmm. 360 pounds and his hand's huge. So his servings would be bigger. Yep. Um, and that can be an easy reference to use to actually start to um, quantify how much you're eating. And okay. then you now have an area to adjust from. And then a big piece is actually developing some go-to meals and even go-to restaurants, meaning mm. places that you are in routine of eating. Now, where <laughs> guys go wrong about this or individuals yep. go wrong with this is that doesn't mean plain chicken, plain broccoli. Like, like, again, like set yourself up for success. You could find a go-to lo- uh, restaurant where it's like you love that meal. Like these should all be foods that you enjoy. And these become the staples. These become the fallbacks and the go-tos, and they're going to make up the majority of what you eat. And now you have a framework where you can push and pull calories based on needs, and it gets a lot easier to have this sustainability because you just have this kind of routine framework that's happening. All right. Just give us one sec. No, 100%. I think that's super important having those go-to meals and and snacks. You know, a lot of times these startup offices – we have uh, <laughs> we yeah. buy snacks for the team, right? So it's sure. like, like everything from you know cheese sticks, fruits and vegetables to yep. uh, peanut butter filled pretzels. Yep. And right. So it's, it's like easy to like just make that quick. Yeah, 
choice, yep. but if you like are disciplined about it, have the option of. Mm -hmm. and, um, and, and yeah, and, and that's that is where things like diets, like you know, putting a label on something for people can be useful, right? Like if you're gonna say like, well, I'm eating paleo, and it's like, okay, right? Like that's great because it's all whole healthy foods, and that does put some barriers um, around your eating and some yeah. guidelines, and that can be very useful. Um, but, but you can set these yourself as well. And I call these, you know, these are just hard lines and mm -hmm. these are important to, I think, discuss in your environment. So in the environment that you just described, I'm an absolute glutton and which people I think find surprising, but like I have very little self-control around food if I were to start to have it. So, mm -hmm. you know, when I mentioned a fail point food, like chocolate chip cookies, if somebody said, how many do you want? For me, the answer is how many do you have? <laughs> right? Like, so I would have to set some, some, uh, some hard lines in that, Hey, I don't eat processed foods at work. Mm -hmm. Right. And like, I just, now that is like a way of being, it doesn't mean I don't ever eat processed foods or, or chocolate chip cookies, yeah. but yeah. So you, you gotta, you gotta set some, some, uh, some hard lines in those scenarios where you are going to be have an overabundance of hyper indulgent food because it yep. is very difficult to um, moderately eat most processed foods. So you are going to need to come up with some mental strategies to, uh, to eliminate that. doesn't mean never have them though. True. I, you're, you're, I love the, the consistency of your framework. It's um, it's very like tangible, actionable, different steps that people can take, but it's actually setting up for success versus like you talked about with it's the being meals sustainable yeah, it's, it's like meals like workouts like yeah you can't do five days a week okay just three days let's set that as the goal you don't have to eat plain chicken and yeah you know let, let, let's it's make a, it like set it for success yeah, it's like a full paradigm shift in your brain mm -hmm. but it's a way that to, but it's a way to do it mm -hmm. right it's like so many people try to like exactly guilty like so, i'm gonna do keto and i'm gonna do it super hard and then, yeah, I might have lost 20 pounds, but now what? Like, it's not right. eating freaking cheese and avocado for the rest of my life. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, like, yeah. You know well, what I mean? And yeah, or you could take like a more middle ground route, right? Like, I, I, always, t I always use this example. It's like, take those same 30-day workouts you did, right? Like, oh, I'm going right. to do it. I'm doing, I'm going to work out for 30 days straight. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Instead, how about you take those same 30 workouts, you stretch them across three months, and you do three really smartly laid out workouts each week. Now you're yeah. at three months and you're going to see some serious results. Yep. And you also had a little bit more freedom to maybe go out to eat and, you know, mm -hmm. you were able to do a little bit more of this life. And so, you know, don't be impressed with what you can do in 30 days. Be impressed by what you could do for a year. Exactly. Right. I agree. hundred percent. Long tail approach, business plan. Love it. Yeah, absolutely love it. Yeah. I mean, as we kind of wrap things up, we're kind of getting to that point. Um, if there was one thing that you're hoping that our listeners walk away from when they when they listen to the Luke Dupron episode? What is, what is that you hope it was? I would say that, um, I would say, understand this, that the work that it takes to get to improve your health and fitness is not as hard as most people imagine when done strategically and, and again, not falling victim to some of what we spoke about, but the outcomes are going to be better than you imagine. Mm, bingo. Love it. I love it. Well, Luke, that's awesome, man. We appreciate you being on the podcast. Uh, where can they find you, follow you, get more information, whatever it is? Where, where is that spot? Uh, easiest place is livegreatlifestyle.com. Um, I got everything from there, from the podcast, to obviously social. Um, I do have a free guide that will consolidate kind of what we spoke about in a much more digestible way called the Busy Entrepreneur's Guide to Getting Lean. So go ahead and grab that at livegreatlifestyle.com.
Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Luke. Amazing, Luke. I, I, inspiring. It was a little bit of a reset in my brain. Absolutely. I'm feeling really motivated I'm now. Love it, man. That's what I want to hear. That's great, guys. Um, it's a message that I need to hear personally today for myself and hopefully for everyone else out there Absolutely. listening. Um, so thanks, man. Appreciate you being on. Thank you my so pleasure. Much. Thanks, guys. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Biz Bros Podcast. Just type in Biz Bros. Check it out on any podcast marketplace that you listen to podcasts. Make sure to hit that subscribe button, and we will be hearing, talking, and uh, seeing you in the next Biz Bros Podcast episode.